Hey, Steve Bentley here, and this is the Endurance Performance Podcast. And in episode four, we just talked about running technique and efficiency. And I'm super excited today to go over a podcast that you can download onto your phone or however you want to do this and go out for a run. And I'm actually going to be there in your ear taking you through a running technique session. So I've done hundreds of these with people, taken thousands of people through these over the years in order to help them become more efficient with their running, sometimes in groups and sometimes individually. And usually when it's an individual session, we're running along and I'm taking a look at what you're doing and I'm having you refocus on some things. One of the things that we're gonna do in here, and you'll be able to hear this, is I got a little metronome going on in the background. This is a 90 strides per second metronome. And I'm gonna bring that back in in a minute, but I just want you to understand that it's there. As one of the things I want you to do is as you're listening to this podcast and you're probably listening to this first of all, not out for a run, but when you're ready to, you're going to go out for a run and pause it, go for warm up, warm up for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, get into a bit of a groove. And then when you're ready to start focusing on your technique and really dialing it in and start this back up again, and we're going to go, go over exactly in order of how I like to have people focus on the running. Some of the things that we talked about, actually all of the things that we talked about back in episode four. So in episode four, that was going into the detail about why I want you to do things in a certain order and how to do it. But today, we're just going to walk walk you through or run you through rather a technique session so that you can actually start to groove this stuff in and, and have it land properly if you want to think about it that way. So if you've warmed up and you're ready to rock and roll, let me pull the metronome back on track here so you can actually hear that going off in the background so hopefully that's not too annoying but i want you to hear that 90 strides per second beat and this is going to be one leg hitting the ground 90 times a minute so that's what that is right there that's 90 times a minute you're going to see hear that metronome chicken away and let's just focus on your right leg i want that right leg hitting the ground every time you hear that metronome going so i'm just going to pause for a couple seconds, just let you get into the groove of hearing that metronome and getting your turnover up. So some of the things that you were doing in that running or reading in that running article, I want you to start to apply those. And if it doesn't really work that well, that's okay. It's going to be in the background. Hopefully it's not going to be too frustrating for you, but this is where you want to get to. And if you're already a high turnover runner and you want to get even higher, do it for now at this turnover. And then later you can actually start to work on getting that higher maybe up into the mid to high 90s or even higher. That would be pretty cool. So I'm just going to pause for a minute, get into the groove of that turnover, feel that get into your system. Very melodic. Probably fall asleep to that. Okay, here's what I want you to think about as you're running along. So let's just start on where your foot's contacting the ground to start the stride. Now, a lot of times as you're heard in the previous podcast, people overstride and they land too far in front of their body. I want you to land underneath your body, just like a ball, contacts the ground directly underneath the center of mass. I want you to have a slight forward lean, not too much, and I want you to feel that your foot is landing underneath your body. You should almost feel like you're falling forward over top of your feet with every stride. So, when I'm out for a run, if I'm on a flat terrain, it actually feels like I'm running downhill because I'm falling forward over top of my feet all the time. If I'm on a slight uphill, it feels like I'm on flat. It has to be a pretty steep hill for, for me to feel like I'm actually running up a hill because I'm always falling forward over top of my feet. And that allows me to come off my feet at the right angle so I'm driving forward. So we're gonna get to that in a minute. But let's focus on landing 
underneath your body. So as you're running along, I want you to feel like you're pulling your leg back a little bit from where you're used to or where you're comfortable landing. Landing on the front part of your heel or the middle of your foot or maybe the back part of your forefoot. So not too far forward, not your forefoot. I'm not a big proponent of forefoot running. Kind of use the structure of your foot. You got some good shock absorbers in there in terms of your arches. You got your metatarsal arch, that side to side arch. You also got your regular arch, that's that longitudinal arch. Use the flexion of your foot to your benefit. Land on that midfoot. I like to think about landing on the front part of my heel or my midfoot, depending on how fast I want to be running. The faster I run, the slightly more forward I get on my foot as I'm landing. So land underneath your body. You should feel like you're not creating resistance by overstriding. You don't want to be overstriding and get that foot hitting the ground out in front of the center of mass of your body. So just land underneath your body. Feel like as your foot's landing underneath your body that you're rolling over top of your foot. So your body is like a big ball. It's contacting the ground directly underneath the center of your mass. Imagine if you're looking from the side, you're gonna be able to see that your foot is underneath your body as you're running along. If you're on a treadmill, this is a great place to work on turnover and not running faster in order to get your turnover up. As we talked about in the previous episode, you can get your turnover up by just running faster. But if you're on a treadmill and you maintain the same speed, you're not gonna be able to run faster. Okay, as you get comfortable, and if you wanna work on that for a little bit, pause this recording at any one of these sessions here, or sections, and then work on that and then start it again. But now we're gonna talk about what you do with your foot as it's hitting the ground. So it's hitting the ground underneath your body, underneath the center of mass of your body. Now I want you, as your foot is just about to hit the ground, to start pulling back on that foot. Not because we want your foot to move backwards when it hits the ground, but we want your body, once that foot locks onto the ground, we want your body to get actually pulled over top of your foot. That foot stuck on the ground. We want your body to get pulled over top of your foot so it gets forward quicker. And the result is that your leg gets behind you sooner and you can speed that stride up that way. So you wanna actually do things that are actively moving you through the stride instead of passively running. A lot of times people drive forward, they land on their foot and they just let the momentum carry them over top of their foot. We wanna actively pull your body forward over top of that foot. So as your foot's hitting the ground, feel that you're pulling back on the ground and the reaction, that equal and opposite reaction is gonna be to drive your body forward more effectively. And then a great thing that's gonna lead to your speed later is we wanna load and unload off your foot. Now, because we're not trying to run faster now, you're gonna deaden out your foot. You're not gonna spring off your feet too much, but we wanna load and unload. So you wanna get on and off your feet as quickly as possible. So by not overstriding and having to wait for your body to load and carry over top of that foot so you can push off, we're gonna land underneath your body so that foot is very quickly behind you and then you can push off. So you can get on and off your feet a lot quicker by landing underneath your body. So pulling back, driving your body forward. Now you can come off your foot and drive yourself forward across the ground without too much vertical movement. And one of the things that we wanna do, do is drive that leg back. So we're in the next section here is we're gonna drive that leg back behind us. And we wanna make sure your hips are nice and open. We talked about stretching your hips and opening up your hips, your TFL, your hip flexors, your psoas, all those muscles in there and that range of motion, the fascia, the ten tendons, we wanna be able to open those up so that you can actually get that leg behind you into a better position so that when you actually drive off your foot and spring forward, you're not rocking your hips back and that you're actually in a proper angle 
So when that expression of energy happens, it's driving you forward across the ground and not up into the air. A lot of this stuff is designed to increase your turnover, but also driving energy into the right direction. It's all physics, right? Timing and physics. So once you've opened up that hip and you're driving your leg back, you're coming off your leg, now that leg has to get back forward again because we want to get through the stride quicker. And we talked about shortening that pendulum, so lifting your foot up behind you, lifting that heel up behind your trailing leg so that you're shortening that pendulum so that when you start activating that hip flexor to bring that leg back forward again, you've got a bit of elastic, elastic motion here, elasticity of muscle is gonna snap your leg back forward again, but which direction is it gonna go? We want it to drive forward across the ground, not up into the air. So think about your knees as driving energy forward across the ground, not up into the air, okay? You wanna drive that leg forward with a shortened leg, it's gonna create less effort, to drive that leg forward, or it's gonna take less effort, and you're gonna be able to create more speed and movement with your legs. So you're gonna be able to get that leg back forward quicker, and now you can start that next stride sooner. And this is where your turnover increase is gonna come from. So it's gonna come from all these factors all coming in together. So we wanna drive that knee forward across the ground. We wanna focus on staying as smooth as possible. So for the next little section here, as you're running along, and we're gonna recap all this stuff at the end. For the next little section, I want you to focus on running smooth. Keep those hips level. Keep them from rocking too much. Keep them from bouncing up and down too much. Think about your head. How high is your head moving up and down? If you're running through a tunnel, are you gonna be clipping the bottom of that tunnel with your head? Or are you gonna be nice and smooth? You wanna stay nice and smooth. All your energy is driving back, so the reaction is to drive you forward. We can focus on some simple movements like what's our face doing? If your face is nice and relaxed and your arms and your hands are nice and relaxed as you're running along, you're going to feel them tugging down towards the ground if you're actually jolting and you're coming down from too high of a height. So we want to make sure we're staying nice and smooth so that we don't feel that big violent tug on our cheeks and our jaw as we're running along. So keep that nice and slack and relaxed and just Breathe properly through your mouth and your nose. I'm not a big one on restricting breathing, so just let that air come in. If you're gonna restrict it anywhere, restrict it on the way out, because there's some research that shows you're gonna improve your endurance and VO2 by restricting that exhale. But right now, we just wanna let that air flow through, keep your face nice and relaxed, and feel that tug on the ground dissipate as you start to smooth things out. So stay nice and smooth. And another thing that we can do to increase our turnover and stay on point with this metronome that you hear in the background. I'll let that sort of settle in for a second here. Another thing we can do with that is to actually move our hands a little bit quicker. So if you move your hands faster, your legs have to keep up. So if you feel like your legs are slowing things down, focus on your hands a little bit more. Get those moving back and forth. Shorten the range of motion that your hands are going through. I didn't talk about that in the episode four, but that's one thing that you can do to speed your hands up. It's just shorten up that range of motion that they're going through. So just keep a nice tight little movement. Don't rock them back and forth too much. Don't make them go super forward and back off to the side. Don't let them come across your body a little bit, but generally moving forward and back. Just increase that turnover and let them go. So I'm gonna go back through, revisit each of these things. Then we're gonna talk a little bit at the end about running faster and springing off your feet. Okay, so we're gonna land underneath your body feeling that foot come down right underneath the center of mass of your body. It can drive forward. That knee and that foot can drive forward in front of your body, but when it hits the ground, it needs to be underneath your body. And as it's hitting the ground, you wanna be pulling back on that foot, letting it come back so that your reaction is to pull your body forward over top of your foot. Feel that hip come back 
that upper leg drive back behind you, but don't let that hip rotate around because you've been opening up your hips and working on that range of motion. So that leg driving back is not gonna torque your body around. Drive that leg forward with a shortened leg. So you're gonna lift your heel up across the back part of the pedal stroke. Drive that knee forward across the ground, not up into the air. Just staying nice and smooth. Really rolling through that run nice and smoothly, not jumping up and down too much, not vertically oscillating a whole lot. And then nice quick hands, nice fast hands. Keep that turnover going. Okay, let's focus a little bit on running faster. So if you've been deadening out your feet, this is the time where you want to get really excited about springing off your feet. So as you're loading and unloading, you want to think about getting on and off your feet as fast as you can. And all the elite runners are going to be on and off their feet in about 200 microseconds or less. So you want to get snapping those feet really quick and light. Just imagine like you're running on really hot coals. You're just tapping down the road nice and quick. You want to load a lot of energy into that foot and spring off. And think about your foot, your ankle, your calf as a carbon fiber scoop of like an amputee runner. And they've just they're loading that carbon fiber scoop and driving forward and then springing forward down the road. They're just using that. You're going to find that as you do that, your calves are probably going to get tight initially. So work on those. Self-massage, use a roller, stretch them out after you've been running so that they, they stretch more nicely because they're more pliable. But you really want to think about skipping down the road in terms of that movement. You're just loading and unloading really quickly. So skipping is a really good activity. Plyometrics, awesome at developing that kind of tension related strength that you're gonna be putting through your body. I don't like drills or running styles where it's very muscular looking, where you're landing on the back part of your heel, you're rolling forward, you're loading up your leg, and then you're pushing off. Way too slow, way too much energy required there. In my mind, to run fast, you're gonna increase your turnover, get used to that, let your heart rate and breathing rate come down, and then your speed is all gonna come from that explosive energy off that elastic, component of your foot, ankle, and calf complex. You want to load and unload, very springy down the road, but you're springing forward, not up into the air. So hopefully that was useful information. This is about a 15-minute podcast, so if you're just going out for a run and you want to be able to go for half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, just keep repeating this and keep working on these components of your running. If you do like a short little run, 15, 20 minutes, four or five times a week, you're gonna learn this a lot quicker than if you went out for a long run once or twice a week. So shorter runs, always working on the technique. And the thing that I would also say is don't go out for say an hour run and work on really good technique for 20 minutes and then let that fall apart because you're too tired to hang on to that and then go back to your old way of running for 40 minutes. That's not gonna teach you anything but keep reminding you how to run slowly and improperly. So focus on good technique, good turnover all the time with your running. And when that starts to fall apart or you can't maintain that speed of turnover that we want, then just stop. Walk back home, call it a day, do it another time, maybe the next day because you didn't go out or two days later if you had a pretty good run. And the more often you can do this and ingrain this feeling into your running strategy, the quicker you're going to learn, the faster your bodies are going to adapt to that angiogenesis where you're developing those capillary pathways and mitochondria. And it's going to take a couple of weeks anyways. It's like nothing's happening for a few weeks and then all of a sudden one day you're going to go out for a run, boom, your heart rate and your breathing rate are going to just drop because you have adapted to this new way of running and all those mitochondria and those capillary pathways are bringing energy and oxygen 
through your muscles and are allowing you to maintain the speed and effort that you want. And that's when you're able to start working on that speed and that springiness because you're going to be able to take that technique endurance that you've really ingrained and start working on strength endurance. And then overall power and speed is going to come out of that. And that's where you're going to increase your turnover and your um, speed is going to come from that. And that's where your running times are going to really uh, um, start dropping and you're going to go faster. So hopefully that was useful information. If you found this useful, share this with some folks that you know that might be able to benefit unless they're in your age group. Of course, we don't want you to share that with them then because you know you want to maintain that strategy, strategic benefit over them. <laughs> but enjoy the running, stay smooth, stay injury free, go fast and enjoy those PBs and have a great day. Cheers. Bye.